Welcome to Sick Addictions with Jocelyn Stone. Every man and woman has one. What's yours? And now your hostess, Miss Jocelyn Stone. Hello all and welcome back to another edition of Sick Addictions with Jocelyn Stone. Rebecca is not with me today. Today I actually did an interview with pureglamourmodels.com and I really enjoyed interviewing Kevin, the owner of Glamour Models. And the reason why is because he takes it to such a different level, to such an interesting approach with each girl, each individual girl, um, and and focuses on their brand, teaches them uh, more about the industry, gets them comfortable in front of a camera before actually booking them uh, for a big shoot. So it's sometimes uh, you've heard us talk about, um, let's see, on Talking Dirty, I believe it was episode 130, where it's what to expect on a porn set. Also, you have, um, I believe it's 138 on Talking Dirty, where it's how to get into the industry. This is another way of looking at it. And Kevin breaks a lot of things down. He even gives uh, a mentor option. He brings some of these girls in that are experienced, that have been through things, that know what's acceptable, what's not, where to say yes, where not to, and how to structure yourself, how to be in front of a camera before you end up booking an actual scene and maybe wasting time. Um, so it's it's really a very interesting interview. I talk about drugs and what he accepts and what he will not, what's tolerable, what's not. He deals with a lot of millennials and we see how some people can be self-centered, um, instant gratification, and other people are willing to really bust their ass and work for things. So I heard about him being local to Vegas. Um, I actually heard a reference from a production house and it was all positive. It really was. Everything that I've heard is positive. And then the funny thing is I got a random text message on my phone talking about uh, OnlyFans.com. And I said, who is this? And it was Kevin. Somehow, somewhere in the last few years, he and I have crossed paths and he had my phone number and he actually texted me and the conversation went from there. So I was excited about doing an interview with him. It turned out to be everything that I expected and more. I did not rush in and and start interviewing. I actually sat in the model house. I got a walk through, uh, very clean, very nice. And I'll be honest, I even asked him his opinion on um, 
what is it, uh, Hot Girls Wanted, that documentary, because to me that shows everything you should not do and how degrading and humiliating an agent can actually be. Uh, your longevity is 90 days. If you're really good, then it's six months. And that's not what Kevin is teaching. He seems to be the agency version of everything that Rebecca and I are trying to teach and um, to show longevity. Once once you're out there on the World Wide Web, there's, there's no coming back from it. There's no coming. It's out there. There's nothing you can do. There's no taking it back. So be smart about what you do, who you do, and how you do. You are your own product. You are your reputation. You can make or break your own reputation. So be smart about who and what you are. And it's just amazing. There are people out there that want to make sure that an individual is doing the right thing and they're not just in it to service us up, male or female talent. Um, And he does deal with males, not just females. He does deal with males, but um, he doesn't have any right now. He's always entertaining the idea of, you know, it's it's a possibility. So um, I hope you enjoy this conversation I had with Kevin at uh, Pure Glamour Models. And on top of it, Jezebel was our guest host at Karaoke Triple X in April 2017. And she was well-dressed, well-poised, well-mannered, on time, respectful, taking pictures, enjoying karaoke for what it is there for. She marketed herself. She was a gracious beautiful young lady. And that is one of Kevin's girls. And yeah, it was very impressive to see how he runs everything. So, um, I hope you enjoy it. Okay. So today I am speaking with Kevin and Kevin, you run glamour models, but on your website, it's pureglamourmodels.com, correct? Yes, that's correct. Wonderful. And what is it that that you do? What's the basis of what you do? I recruit new talent and book uh, signed models with production companies for shoots. Awesome. And do you also, um, now you're based in Vegas, correct? Yes, we're based in Vegas. So you have a, a kind of a hub, a model house that you keep them all collected and safe and comfy while they're visiting. <laughs> yeah, a lot of the new models, when they first uh, sign, they come to the model house, stay for a while, shoot with the local production companies that move out to L.A. or Florida. Awesome. So you do shoot all over. You book with everybody. Mm-hmm. Yes. That's incredible. I love it. And I saw you've got gorgeous girls on your on your site. Of course, I was looking. <laughs> you do. You've got some beautiful girls. Now, when a girl is wanting to find an agent, somebody that's an extension of her, her personality and all this, you figure out 
um, if even you want to work with her, what are the the key things that you look for? Well, I usually ask the girl what she's getting into the industry for, what the reason is. I love that question. Um, and there's usually one of three reasons, either money, sex, or fame. And I think that girls that uh, are getting into it for money are probably getting into it for the wrong reasons. Mm-hmm. So they're usually the most difficult to work with and least reliable. Um, girls that uh, get into it for fame usually do very well because they push themselves to become successful. They turn into little marketing gurus. Yes. <laughs> yep. Now, um, and then sex, of course, that's that's a good thing. That means yeah, they I mean, like it. Usually that's mixed in with one of the other two. Um, rarely that's the main reason that a girl wants to get into it because a girl can pretty much get sex wherever she wants. But in the industry, if you're wanting to be famous and you enjoy sex, it's a great way to establish yourself. Um, and if you want to make money and you enjoy sex, it's a good way to make money. Mm-hmm. It's legal. And do it legally and safely. yeah, the, it's safely, exactly, safely, and the testing and all that. So um, what are some of the misconceptions when a girl is talking to you and you're deciding whether or not to sign her or bring her to town and see how it works and go from there? What are some of the misconceptions? Like a crazy... <laughs> yeah, the misconceptions are that, for example, girls think that their family's not going to find out. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, they always find out. Everybody, everybody you know is going to find out, so... Yeah, it's just a matter of time. Right, if a girl doesn't let their family know, I usually won't work with them. That's smart. I like that. Yeah. Let them know. Because it's going to be a problem later on down the road. You know, you work with them for 30 days and promote them, and all of a sudden their family's in their ear, and they're upset, and they go back home. Yeah. It's a waste of time for me. It's a waste of time for them, and then nobody's happy. Their family's unhappy. They're unhappy. And then what they've already done is still out there. Right. You can't take it back. That's true. No takesies, backsies. It does not work that way. And yeah, I because I have a lot of people that will text me or, or email me and say, "Oh, I like this. I like that. I want to. I want to look pretty. Um, get my hair done and get pictures taken like you do." And I'm like, "What would your mom think? Right? What would your dad think? Yeah. You know?" What about uh, at the next family reunion and Uncle Joey goes, hey, so I saw those pictures. How are you going to handle that? That's, I like that you do that up front and keep it across the board. You know, that, that just shows good professionalism and on your part as well as it shows you're taking care of the girls. Which comes to my next question. When they show up, and you deal with a lot of girls that are young, huh? Yes. Like 18, 19, 20? Correct. So, wow. They're a handful. I give you props. <laughs> I, I really give you props. I don't know how much of that I could take. But um, with a new model that's coming in that say, let's say she's 19. And um, what is kind of a checklist that you would go through 
um, before any go-sees where she's visiting different people or um, uh, her first scene, like how well, to prep, what to put in her bag. Yeah, usually girls, uh, well, we have to make sure they have their IDs, of course. Usually <laughs> that young lady three forms of ID. Yep. Um, they need a good test. A lot of girls coming into the industry test dirty. Uh, amazing amount of girls coming into the industry test dirty, actually. So. Incredible. So their very first test, when they get here, you take them over to get tested. Right. And it, it takes a day or so right. to come back. And now you're dealing with a girl that can't even do anything. Right. So a lot of times a girl will get here and then she has to wait seven to ten days before she can even start shooting. Because she's got to take her pills for right. whatever ickiness right. she's got. Right. Wow. Okay, so we've got IDs. We've got a clean test ready to go. Um, somebody books her. What other little tidbits would you well, we usually them? We will usually help them start maybe some other forms of um, generating income, uh, maybe a ManyVids account or OnlyFans account to get them uh, generating some income from some other directions. We will do photo shoots with them. We will probably help them do some of their own content shoots to get their own content uh, going so they can get comfortable in front of a camera. Nice. And you do that here in the in the model house? Yes. And we also will let them talk with some established performers as well so they can kind of get a feel what to expect. So you actually take care of all of you girls to such an extent that you give them like mentors. You yes, you exactly. give them somebody that they can chat they with. They don't and, always listen. They're not always <laughs> interested. But yes, we try to provide that. That that's the first time I've ever heard that. Seriously, that's that's impressive, and it again shows that you are. Um, taking care of them and they're in a safe place mentally, physically. I mean, I'm lucky enough to be in the model house and I see where you do some shoots and everything is very clean, very nice. You got a little smoking section. People are so calm and mellow. And you even played dog sitter for one of your girls if she goes out of town. That was, she just picked up her babies. Yeah, don't share that with everybody, please. <laughs> Okay, so you charge for dog sitting. <laughs> yes, it's extremely expensive. Very, very pricey, very pricey. $50, $50 a dog head per yes. night. <laughs> oh, I see that, that everybody's so comfortable here that it's, it's awesome. I absolutely love it. Have you come across... Um, well, some of the other things, like uh, you're giving mentors, and I'm sure at least the option, you can leave a, lead a horse to water, but you can't make them drink. So if they just, you know, oh, I've got a pussy, and I'm this is what I'm going to do, there's not much you can do about it. But what about um, hygiene? Because I've actually come across that with a young girl. I that, usually have girls talk to the other girls about that. Nice. So prepping before before a shoot and then cleaning up after a shoot, maintaining in between, yeah. all of that. That's the... I have, uh, I have Jezebel Vesser on my roster and she'll usually take the time to come out and sit down with a girl and talk 
talking to her about those things. So it makes it a lot easier for a girl to move forward and not have problems because a lot of girls come in, they don't even understand what a douche is. Or That's what I ran into. Exactly. My point, I ran into that where I had a girl that just, I'm like, so sweetie, did you hose that out? What's, what's the deal? And, and she, honest to God, didn't, and I had to take like 20 minutes and break it all down to her. And they have misconceptions. <laughs> so, you know, I mean... It's something that they have to understand is important. Right, because some, some of the younger generation now, they just aren't taught that stuff. And I've been asking a lot of questions of people like, how did you learn about this? You know, and a lot of girls actually learned things on set because it's about health and cleanliness. It's not just about fucking. So um, what about manners on set? Any pointers you give? Uh, yeah, um, you know, I mean, I'm really pretty particular about my expectations of a girl when she's on. Excuse me, when she's on set. <clears throat> I'm sorry, I got a short bro. Um, when she's on set, uh, expectations are to act professional. Um, so not um, showing up late. Yeah, being on time, punctual, of course, um, and just overall being a professional, you know, maybe, you know, I talked to the girls about flirting with male talent prior to the shoot, mm-hmm. you know, because it makes for good chemistry, but after the shoot, it's not a dating uh, service. Right. Exactly. That's it. Right. No phone numbers, <laughs> you know, no conflict of interest. Just move forward and do your business. Right. And if he wants to fuck you that bad, he's going to turn around and he's going to say, you know, this other company, I'm going to have this other company sure. contact your agent because I would love to work with you again. Right. You know, put value on your product Absolutely. and and each individual male or female is their own product. So you are teaching them be professional and treat your your product well. Right. Don't give it away. It's not free. When you're on set, you're in a professional business atmosphere and you treat it as such. That is wonderful. And what about, um, now you start working with the girls up front, um, uh, you know, getting their tests and, and doing photo shoots, getting their them accustomed to being in front of the, the camera. But with that... Um, I'm kind of changing the question a little bit. Um, are you helping them figure out or explaining to them um, a brand and their value and what they're bringing as an individual? Uh, yeah, I, th- I mean, that's what we try to do. Uh, it's not always successful, but, you know, we take the time to make sure we're shooting with big production companies and getting them right shoots and, um, you know, making sure the social media is being pushed so they can build their name and establish themselves. Um, I, does that answer your question? That it's perfect. It's absolutely perfect because, um, um, uh, instead of being cookie cutter and the time that I've spent here at the model house, I have, I have seen that every single person is an individual and, and they're comfortable in their own skin and it's, incredible. I absolutely love it because if they know that they're individuals, then it will make them more valuable in the long run. And it seems that you are really setting up the girls to have longevity in this. Is that kind of your goal with some of them? Yes. Um, 
it is my goal. It's not always the girl's goal because a lot of girls just want to make as much money as quickly as they can. But um, if they shoot as much as they can over their first 90 days, a lot of times there won't be a lot of opportunity. So um, if that's the case, then, you know, then maybe they won't get a lot of people asking to shoot them if they've shot with everybody overnight. Yes. <laughs> Sorry, I got sidetracked there. Yeah, no, um, totally. <laughs> um, so, you know, the, the, I think shooting with big production companies and making sure that they're shooting with the right people over their first 90 days, six months is important as opposed to just taking anything they can get because there's a lot of people out there that are shooting girls for clip sites that aren't really legit, you know, but right. they, they do shoot them. There's a lot of guys out there that basically pay to shoot porn stars. They may pay $30,000 in, in um, production costs and make $500 on their clip site over a two-year span right. so they can shoot porn stars. So you know, there's not really any relevance to those shoots for the girls aside from just getting a paycheck. And if you're just getting a paycheck, it's not necessarily driving you the right direction. So we want to make sure we're shooting with the right production companies. That's so you work with the girls as individuals, and then and then the right production companies. And what about um, I've seen uh, just experience in my ten years of doing this um, when a girl is just starting out. And you're slowly figuring out who she is, how to push her as an individual, her unique look, talent, whatever it is. Um, When it comes down to it, um, everybody has their yes and no list. I'll do this. I won't do that. Uh, Are there certain things that you kind of hold back on and say, start with just girl, girl first? Start with just... Well, I mean, no. How do you like to start? I I don't seem to get enough work for girls just doing girl, girl. So there's really not going to be a lot of opportunity for girls just walking into the industry doing girl, girl. Mm -hmm. From what I've experienced. Um, So, you know, sometimes a girl can transition into that, but they have to establish themselves first. Um, I like think that. that really a girl has to walk into the industry at least doing a minimal of boy girl. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I mean, with that, there's opportunity for growth. But uh, if you want to hold back on anal, you know, you definitely try to. I've been, I've been given a hard time um, about holding back on IR scenes and being described maybe as making <coughs> it a racial reason um kind of being racists by saying hey you know let's wait on an ir scene for a year or six months and then get a bigger chunk of cash for it but i think that that's just good negotiating um just like taking your first anal you want to wait on it wait on your first ir get a good paycheck for it i think that's what any girl deserves to get um if the opportunity's there um so you know I think it's fair to say, hey, let's wait on an IR, let's wait on a uh, an anal. But I've had girls that come in and say, hey, I love anal, I just want to do anal right away. And you know, I that's her prerogative. It's not up to me. 
or I want to do IR right away. I just want to do black dudes. That's all I like, and that's that's her prerogative as well. So right. I try and make things work for a girl as as long as it's realistic and it's something that everybody's going to be able to generate a little cash flow from. So it's not a waste of my time or a waste of theirs. Right. So you you still even if you have a basic structure, you still flex it to the individual girl. Yes. And that I'm not going to tell a girl she has to do something. I mean, right. I'll tell a girl I won't I won't be able to work with her if she doesn't at least do a minimal of boy girl because it's just not worth my time or hers. But right. you know, aside from that, I'm not really going to tell a girl what she has to do or what she doesn't. I will advise her maybe if. Sometimes an opportunity with a major production company like Blacked comes up and, you know, you're going to wait for your first IR, but shit, if you're going to get a nice paycheck from a major production company like Blacked. And, and they're a really good company. Yes. No, I, I, I agree with that. I advise earlier within that type of situation. Those just situations are unique and approach each situation as an individual unique situation, of course. That's that's awesome. I love that you flex. You've got the solid, but you still flex on on a lot of different things. Also, have you ever seen the um, the documentary, the one um, Hot Girls Wanted? Yes. And I want you to know that you have already broken everything that they put on there you know oh the life expectancy of a girl is 90 days yeah and and that shows that they're just being pushed through and that was that you're just looking for money as opposed to really caring about the girl's career Correct. And that when I started talking to you and I saw that you were so different and I, I love it because you're treating it like a business, but it's a business, it's a profession and, but they're also human beings and should be treated as such. And that is such a big deal that, um, I had to bring, I had to bring that up because you're what I was hoping that show was about and it wasn't you. (laughs) Yeah, good. I'm glad. I, because you're talking hygiene, manners on set, respecting people. Now, what about drugs and alcohol? What's your tolerance on that? Because everything flexes. Some of your girls, of course, are underage, so they don't drink. Um, But because you can't. <laughs> but well, marijuana is legal in Nevada, so uh-huh. I don't have a problem with marijuana. But any other drug, I think, is kind of you know. I mean, I know girls go out and maybe do a little cocaine over a weekend or something like that. I don't know about it, but I'm assuming this happens. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, if it's not an issue with me and I never see it and never hear about it, then, you know, whatever. I'm not drug testing girls, but, um, you know, I, I want girls that aren't addicts because they're not reliable and, uh, you know, other drugs, you know, can lead to, you know, people not showing up to work on time and not being responsible and giving poor performances and looking like crap on set. So... Absolutely. Trying to alleviate those problems and, you know, cut it off before it becomes an issue. 
Good, good. So that's that I've seen um, other agencies that, and I want to point out that um, not only do you have your website, you have amazing girls that are established, um, a few that I have met, and even one that was the guest host at Karaoke Triple X the other night in Vegas, and that was Jezebel that you were just talking about and she helps mentor for you and and answer questions to some of the younger girls. So you have this this network that is just yeah, it should be applauded seriously because it, you don't put up with any crap and it's straight across the board. No no drugs and alcohol. Be professional, be clean, be tested, and and go from there. What about um, dating the girls that maybe have a boyfriend back home or maybe start dating talent or a director or, you know, you can't help who somebody likes or... Yeah, I mean, that's, that's a fact. I discourage, like dating other talent or directors because I think that can be counterproductive for your career. If you're really career-minded, you know, you make good choices and probably would not want to date those people, but that's, you know, I can't control what a girl does. I can just advise her what good decisions would be. Um, And then, you know, if somebody's got a boyfriend, then, you know, they've got a boyfriend. What I find with boyfriends is that usually they're good with it at first (laughs) and about 30 to 90 days down the road they're just wanting them to do girl girl Uh and that's pretty much so it concerns me and the problem is that every time I've said hey turn my head and said hey this situation is going to be fine it's always ended up kind of the same thing so you know I mean it's not my choice if a girl has a boyfriend or not but they seem to be less productive and less career minded and you know boyfriends get a little jealous so you know it is what it is you know if you if you have a good relationship and you have a girl that's doing doing porn and she shows up to work and does her job and comes home to you every excuse me every night Mm -hmm. you should be happy with that but you know some guys can't handle that I guess seeing I was in a relationship um, a very long term relationship over 10 years when I got in the industry and um, we're very open something that because I know a lot of normal mainstream people are going to be hearing this and what it came down to with me is I always came home every night to him he would go to work I would go to work I never fished off the company pier. I never dated any talent or fooled around with any talent or directors, producers, anything like that. Um, And he didn't do that. You know, he didn't fish off the company pier at his job, but he did reap the benefits with, and this is for boyfriends out there that always say, I'd love to date a porn star. Um, The guys that um, uh, you get into AVN, you get into different parties, you you end up being that uh, that extra person. So uh, there are benefits to it. So, but I'm I'm with you. Do not fish off the company pier in any industry. Right. crazy. Right. It's crazy because you point. will shoot yourself in the foot. You know, I don't care if you work at the bank. Don't 
fuck the bank manager because dude can affect you in the long run. You know, probably not a great decision, but sometimes stuff happens, and you know, it's just out of human nature, and you know, maybe people have chemistry, but you know, that's that should be the exception and not the rule. So right. Right. It should be the exception and not the rule. You are absolutely correct. And um, so if, uh, and we touched on this just chatting before we started. Um, If there's an issue like, okay, you book me and I go out and I'm on set and all of a sudden somebody decides that they want to um, flip it. They want to uh, add another guy into the scene or try to get me to do something that I know you as my agent, you didn't tell me that I was going to be doing these things. Are you available for me to, you know, or the talent to ring you up and go, hey, Kevin, what's going on here? This is this guy's telling me it's an anal scene with two dudes. That's that's what's, you know, that's. That's the requirement of the talent is to call me in that particular situation so I can address it with the director at that point. And usually when I address it with the director, it's fixed instantaneously. Okay. So, so you are available. You know you have a girl um, shooting right now. And even though we're doing this interview, if she calls or shoots a text and says, help <laughs> yeah, I mean, this, I mean, I'm not going to say that I see it every time immediately because there's sometimes I might be walking through the line at the grocery store or something like that. But I mean, I, I look at my phone constantly and try and make sure I'm on top of that. So I'm there for them. Um, but yeah, you know, it, it depends on the situation. If I know a girl's shooting with a company that may be a little bit um, questionable to some extent, um, that may try weird things on occasion that I'm going to make sure I'm available. If they're shooting with a huge production company like Brazzers or Naughty America, I know that right. 99.9% everything's going to be okay, so I, I have to worry a little less. So that's basically my thought process. But yeah, I'm right there. I'll be on the phone with the director or the producer or the booking agent or whoever's available to handle that situation immediately. That's beautiful. I like I like that you take care of all of them. And of course, you know, even if you're on the phone, maybe you don't hear a text come through right away, but you know, oh, I've been on the phone for 20 minutes, so I'm going to glance at it yeah, real quick. Okay. You know, that that's just life. I thank God for texting and stuff now. Yeah. <laughs> Cuz that still is pretty instantaneous, really. And um yeah, this is you, you're breaking all the stereotypes of, of so many things. You know, you hear horror stories, you hear all these different things. And I appreciate the fact that you have, uh, you take care of everybody, but they're all individuals. And that is huge for somebody that, you know, I've been doing it for 10 years and finally gave up on agencies at one point and said, I, I can do this better myself. Right. You know, why yes. am I giving you a cut when I'm the one dealing with and, it? You know, you, know, you mean, actually do what you say you're going to do. And, and the thing is, a, a lot of girls feel that way. And I understand that you can do it yourself. But when you do have that situation, I think that independent girls probably come up with those situations more often. Yes. Where a producer or director is trying to add on to their scene, um, you know, if it was, you know, regular a boy girl, all of a sudden it's a boy boy girl or a boy girl anal or 
or something like that, where, you know, that happens less with an agent, where an agent's going to make that phone call and protect you and make sure that that type of thing doesn't happen and you get your money. And you also, um, I, I kind of grabbed onto a little information just from um, the girls being in here chatting earlier. Um, you actually cross borders. You work with companies that are in the UK or in Europe? A little bit? Yeah, on occasion. On occasion. When I have girls that are in Europe, yeah, we've worked with, we've worked with um, Fake Taxi is the uh-huh. first company I can think of offhand. There's a few others. In Great Britain that we've worked with, but um, to be honest with you, I can't think of. I have to look at my contact list to see who they are. Well, that is um, that is huge to me because um, I hear a lot of girls. You know, oh, I want to get in the industry and everything, and but I also want to travel. I want to do these different things. I want to go to Europe. I want to go um, it, wherever. So. With that, even into Canada, um, with that, the fact that you kind of step it up a little and at least have those contacts and uh, fully licensed and stuff like that, you could protect them a little bit. Yeah, well, I mean, to be honest with you, I'm still, this is my third year as an agency, so I'm still kind of learning and acquiring more and more contacts. So, but, you know, I am, I do reach out and try to make things happen. When a girl tells me she's going someplace and says, hey, I'd love to shoot here, then I'll do my best to try and make something happen. And I can usually make something come about by just, you know, sheer will. Well, will and reputation. Your reputation precedes you. You know, you treat all these girls well. You treat the companies well. So if you're reaching out to somebody just to help out, make sure that one of your girls that's traveling, even if you're not booking something, um, is, you know, got a little line of communication and protection. That's, um, That's a lot of what I'm seeing, no matter where they're at. They're really taken care of. Yes, as a matter of fact, I have Lacey London on a bus right now headed here, so she should be here arriving around 6 o'clock or so. She was supposed to catch an early bus, and now she's got the late bus. <laughs> and you've got um, you've got um, drivers and stuff for the girls um, when they're in town? So we, they have, have- we have... Yeah, we have drivers that drive the girls around. We also have photographers and videographers that all work for me um, at no charge. So they are, is it more like a, a content exchange when the girls, like new girls are coming in and yeah, the videographer so, so comes over for photographer? Yeah, so if a girl needs content done, I have videographers that come in and shoot the content, edit it for them at no charge. I also have photographers, uh, probably a good eight to ten photographers on rotation to come in and do photos twice a week. That's beautiful. So it's constantly moving. Even the girls, if they're not brand new, the the other girls will get um, will get more photos, more content, and right. and be able to go from there. So they're constantly um, My thought process is I send emails out a lot and to become annoying to see the same email with the same pictures over and over again. Mm-hmm. So I figure updating the photos at least keeps the people in the industry interested in opening the emails. 
you're absolutely correct because I'm on a lot of those mailing lists too with different agencies and stuff. And it's like, oh, her again. So I, it, uh, from the receiving end, I completely understand. Right. So at least you get new photos of her, which is somewhat interesting. At least you know you know what her availability is, if she's tested or not, where she's at, and you know some new photos, something of interest anyway. I mean, Different people are in the old film industry because they like seeing naked girls. I mean, so <laughs> nothing wrong with seeing new, new photos of naked girls. I mean, you might as well see new, new photos if you're going to be opening emails, I think, right? You're absolutely correct. Yeah, new outfit. No, no. She may have gained a little weight, lost a little she weight, got a boob job, whatever. Yeah, different makeup, new makeup artist, something like that. Yeah, I love different makeup artists personally because they all, I never say, oh, do it like this. I'm like, do me how you want to because they make me look so different. And that's a perfect time to take new photos, you know? So that's awesome. Um, and I've also heard you have the girls uh, with the the photos and everything um, promote themselves. What are some of the top things where uh, some of the fans can find your girls? Well, we've just started working with this company, OnlyFans. It seems to do, be doing very good for the girls. So I've kind of been talking about that a lot because it's, it's shot out of the gate pretty strong. Girls have, you know, they have their Snapchat, um, their premium Snapchat accounts. Right. Um, you know, they get their their um, content sites going, either many vids or clips for sale, usually many vids, um, you know, and then sometimes, you know, go as far as a website. Um, but that's, you know, usually for more of an established girl to do something like that. Right. Um, where were we going with this? I guess I no. You're you're filling it all in, and and I absolutely love it. All the different social media because Rebecca Love did a did a podcast about OnlyFans and how it works and um, what she puts on it every um, Friday at six o'clock. She would do a live cam show. Well, now she does it on OnlyFans. So you have till next Friday. Then she takes that video down. The pictures are still there, but the video comes down, and this Friday you get a new one. So it's really interesting how she does it. She calls it her um, her premium Twitter is what she calls her OnlyFans. And you guys out there, if, if you haven't heard it, it is OnlyFans.com and then slash the girl's name. Like mine would be slash Jocelyn Stone. And um, and it's a lot of fun. I give, I don't do what Rebecca does. I do more of just updating photos and, you know, randomness. But I started doing it like, hey, you want to see what's in my phone? You never, the craziness that's on my phone, the pictures and videos and stuff, holy crap. The only way that you can see that is on my OnlyFans. So that's my gimmick. Right. No, it's, you know? it's a great tool. You know, the girls need other directions to earn money because um, porn is mainly to generate your name and build your brand. Um, mm -hmm. You know, and then from there, it's up to you. And it seems that when these when these girls really want to advance into different things, you, you've got it cornered. You've got the different topics and how they're going to make money. So, um, I know you're a busy, busy boy. So, um, I want to go over any models out there that are listening 
that um, want to sign up with you or talk to you a little more, ask you more questions, where can they contact you and like fill out a model application, send some pictures? Where they, where can they do that? Um, well, the easiest thing really is to email me at glamourltdvegas at gmail.com. Okay. Um, there is there is a model application um, area on the website, but um, it, it's not as reliable as I'd like it to be, <laughs> to be honest with you. So I just don't feel really 100% comfortable with that as much. So an email would be the best situation, I think. Um, there's also a phone number on the website that you can text photos or, or questions. So. Beautiful. And then your... Um, because I know you promote all of your girls so much. What is your Twitter? Uh, the the agency Twitter is uh, at Glamour, G-L-A-M-O-U-R-L-T-D, triple X. So Glamour, L-T-D, triple X. And then my personal Twitter is R-E-A, West Coast Kev, K-E-V. So R-E-A, West Coast Kev. Coast Kev, yes. <laughs> I love it. Well, thank you so much. And thank you for making agents sound, there are good people out there. And um, you always, you only hear the bad things. And um, I appreciate everything that you do, everything you've structured and how you take care of these girls. And me coming here and being able to see that it's not bullshit. You're not selling me a line of crap. So thank you. And I always, I always say you should, you should appreciate the good because sometimes, you know, you, you have to deal with all kinds of stuff and I'm sure people just go, Oh yeah, you know, I'm going to do this, do that. And you don't get the thank you you deserve because wow, these girls are really treated very well. And, um, that's a beautiful thing. So thank you so much for taking the time and um, I will definitely attach you on the Twitter when, when it goes live. Great. Thank you very much. Please, please, Mr. Marvin, have a seat on the couch. Um, okay. This is my first therapy session, Dr. Thumperface. Please relax. Now, tell me about your mother. That's sort of personal, don't you think? Okay, well, uh, well, word association. Say the first thing that comes to your mind. Yellow. Goldfish. Sexy. Goldfish. Nine-person anal gangbang. Uh, goldfish. Ah, Mr. Marvin, why are you here? Well, the truth is, Doc, I'm into some stuff, and I don't know if it's, well, normal. Oh, Mr. Marvin, there isn't anything such as normal when it comes to sex. In fact, here's a prescription. Sick Addictions with Jocelyn Stone? New episodes every Tuesday. Listen to that at least once a week, and you will see that everybody has something that they are into. Okay, Doc, I'll give it a try. Well, our time is up. Seriously? I want to talk more about goldfish. Our time is up. Sick Addictions with Jocelyn Stone. New episodes every Tuesday on adultfilmstarnetwork.com. So, uh, Mr. Marvin, you can tell me. 
What is your special interest? Well, I'm into PB. PB? I, I must admit, I have not heard of that. Yeah. Peanut butter. Oh, Doc. I just love Doc. Next patient!